Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Hi guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Kinda Crunchy. As always, I'm Jensen. I'm Rachel. And we're so excited you're here watching either on YouTube or listening on Apple and Spotify. We have a jam-packed episode today. Mm -hmm. We are going (laughs) over all things traditional, complementary, alternative medicine, taking the Eastern approach to medicine versus just what we're told is taking the Western approach. So we're going to go through a ton of things. We're not going to go into detail on everything because Mm -hmm. as you'll see, there are so many different types of complementary alternative medicines. Um, So we're just going to go through them and then we're going to probably talk about just some experiences we've had or things that we want to try. Um, So we think this will be a super informative episode, but also maybe just like an eye-opening episode where it's like you hear of something and you might want to go research more about yourself. Yeah, this might give you more ideas. Like we're going to try to be as good as we can about including like everything we can find that's in the realm of alternative and complementary medicine to kind of just like mention that you might not have even known existed or you might not know what it is. But we also are like, we don't want it to be boring and just read to you like what all these things are. So we're going to kind of go through it. But as always, look into it more yourself if you want. We're just kind of going to have a fun approach to this. Yeah, but um, we'll start with just what's happening in our lives. What's new? Rachel, why don't you tell me what's the 411? Yeah, um, (laughs) summer has just been season of burnout for me. Um, Feeling really exhausted, demotivated, and my body's feeling it too because I've been having weird swollen lymph symptoms, just lots of fatigue. I'm just like exhausted and I know it's just like the accumulation of life and burnout Um, and recently I did have like these really swollen lymph nodes in my neck Mm -hmm. and I never get those Mm -hmm. even when I'm sick and I wasn't sick and I was like, oh my gosh, something's going on in my body. So I was in full protocol for like Mm self-care my lymph detox I have like notes in my um phone my notes app is like my lifesaver that's where my day-to-day plans are I have so many notes in my notes app um but one of the folders I have is like my health toolkit and I have for like flu cold allergies lymph nodes like constipation everything like okay what are things I can do for like my lifestyle my diet my hydration, supplements I can take, teas I can drink. And it's just like a quick guide, like headaches, anything. Mm-hmm. For when, because once you feel like that, you're like, I don't feel like doing anything. But yeah. if I have it there and don't have to like look it up, it's easier. So just was following my lymph protocol. Are you feeling better now? I'm on the way. <laughs> Still burnt Maybe out. by the time this episode comes out in weeks. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. I'm still really fatigued and burned out. And honestly, I just need a break. But, um, we're getting there. Life's just pretty jam-packed and it's hard to pull back on a few of the things, mm-hmm. but there's an end in sight. I have a date that I'm like... It's like the finish line of a race. Finish line of summer <laughs> and I can settle back in. I was like, it's like back to school time, even though I'm not going back to school. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like, okay, back into routine, the swing of things. Yeah. Life feels more normal. So, yeah. That's you. I'm, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jensen? Um, well, I'll just share with you a weekend that I had recently. So, my parents came out to Lancaster to visit. It was actually before we were leaving on our vacation with Logan's family. So, my parents were coming out to one see us, but two to take Bentley back home with them. Um, Mm -hmm. they're our dog sitter because they love him so much. And people say, like, why do your parents, like, dog sit your dog when you could get someone local? And it's like, because if we get someone local, they would be angry. Like and they, expensive they, and our parents do it for free. But they will literally drive three and a half hours just to come get our dog. Oh my gosh. They love they him really so do. much. It's a grand puppy. They have the time of their life. That's how my in-laws are him. with my dog. So that's why they came out. But they also came out, um, well first they actually came to Logan's soccer game, which they've never seen him play soccer. He plays in like uh, church league. On, I forget that he plays soccer. Right? He, every Thursday night. Because now he's so into golf that I, I forget he's a soccer guy. He's a soccer guy. So it was fun for them to like see him play. Um, and then we took my parents to Sight and Sound, which most people I feel like have probably heard of, but it's near our house, um, in Lancaster. Mm -hmm. And we saw Moses, which was phenomenal. It's like a Christian Broadway, essentially. But Really well done. It's so well done. It's really neat. Like, and they, apparently, like, Moses was there, like, years back, but they, like, revamped it. And when they, like, part, when they part part the Red Sea, like, how they (gasps) do it is just 
don't don't give it away because i'll probably we'll probably go sometime we come out to yeah it's it's so good um and that was my parents first time there and we went to just a lot of fun cute little restaurants did they love it they loved it loved it absolutely loved it and the animals there's like live animals um but we went to this place called agape which if you're from lancaster you probably have heard of this it's this really cute place that Mm. we need to take you to it's but it's near side sound so it's a little farther from our house but it's just the most aesthetically pleasing beautiful white and black restaurant with like the best food um so we did that um my mom and I went to Lidditz for the day, which Lidditz is just like a cute little town next to us. It has lots of cute shops and mm-hmm. restaurants. The boys golfed, obviously. And obviously. then we had a wedding. <laughs> Shocker. Um, Logan's cousin got married. And it was a beautiful wedding. But I have to share this with you, mm-hmm. and she's probably listening to this. She was reading her vows. Um, her name's Tanya. And she was saying that her husband, Matt was like really, he's from California, and he's really Mm -hmm. embracing like the Pennsylvania lifestyle or something like that, and he really likes Groundhog Day. Like he's fascinated by it. Really? And and they want to come up here, and she's reading this, and she's like saying about Groundhog Day, and she's like, shout out to our cousin Jensen, who's from Punxsutawney, in her vows. Wait, is this Logan's relative? It's Logan's cousin, so I was like, I'm not even blood. And I got a (laughs) shout out in her vows, and I talked to her at the reception, and she was like, that was off scripted. I wasn't, I said, if I looked out and saw you, I was going to say it. And she did. She literally turned, <laughs> saw me and said it. And I was like, no one has ever mentioned me in their vows beside Logan. Yeah, that's pretty um, special. So Punxsutawney got a little shout Are out Are they too. coming for Groundhog Day though? They want to. And it's on they a, should come on a weekend. Well, it's a Friday this year. Oh, we, okay. We, I told my parents to like expect a lot of people to come Get this ready. year. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Um, but I don't want to say this was the highlight of the weekend coming up, but... Sunday morning, we were packing up for vacation, getting ready to go, and I wanted to make sure our chickens had enough food and water, and I go down at, like, 6 a.m. to, like, give them water, and I'm, like, don't even have my contacts, and I, like, squint because I'm, like, blind, and I see an egg on the ground, and I'm, like, no way. We didn't think they'd start laying until, like, August, which... so exciting. This is probably coming out in August, but right now it's July, um... We, I was so excited. It was a little blue egg. Oh my um, gosh. But since then, we probably have gotten like a few each day. It is the highlight of my day going down to the chicken coop. I open up so and I see fun. beautiful blue and brown eggs. There's eggs sitting here that I brought Rachel. Um, she did. She I'm, just exci- I'm just excited to like be able to like bless people and be like, here, I got you eggs. Because now like we're going to start getting like, mm-hmm. probably almost like a dozen a day, hopefully going forward, which will be exciting. But we're not, we're not going to go, we're not going to go through that. Um, but it was really exciting cooking our first eggs. And I got a double yolk, which was like, really exciting. <gasps> That's so much fun. I feel like when you have chickens, like, you get more double yolks than yeah. in the store. Yes. They're just, and the yolks are so much brighter and they taste delicious. Mm, I feel mm-hmm. like the last four months have just been, like, gotta go give the chickens food, give them water. Like, Exhausting. just annoying. All they do is poop and stuff. <laughs> they really do. But now it's like, oh, I love you girls. You're just the best egg layers. And I Is just, Logan excited? Does he like eggs? Like Yes, he, he does. He doesn't really eat breakfast, so he doesn't eat That's as, mine, Logan, too. But he hasn't even gone down to get the eggs yet. I feel like he hasn't had the just experience of, the like, experience finding experience of it. finding an egg. And I'm like, you need to go down some morning and get them. But I'm always the one, like, up and, up and excited. Yeah. Just, I'm just more excited, too. But, so, yeah. Now we oh have we have egg layers and... That's exciting. I love them, and it's just been bringing me a lot of joy in my life. So that's me. I'm jealous. I can't wait to get chickens someday. Okay, actually, I've noticed you said your neighbors have chickens. Have they've you just, seen them everywhere? Been, literally, I've been sitting here and I'm like looking out. Oh, yep, there's the rooster, and I've been hearing them too. Yeah, I was in my garden the other day picking stuff, and um, I have the fence up, and I was like facing the fence, mm-hmm. and their chickens. It was kind of rainy, so their chickens go under my shed sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, elevated. Yeah. And I didn't realize it. And the rooster had come around and was, like, in protective mode and charged at my <gasps> face while I was bent down. Luckily, the garden fence is there. And he, like, head, like, he smacked off it and bounced back. Wow. And I was just like, oh my gosh, the neighbors. I texted Logan and I was like, the neighbor's rooster just charged at me. <laughs> and I was just in the garden. I was happy for the fence. That's why we don't have a rooster, because roosters are mean. They, yeah, they are mean. Um, they're protective, I think, too. Uh, and we don't want fertilized eggs. We just yes. want, we just Yeah, want... they keep having chicks over here. Yeah. And it's just, their chickens really free-range the neighborhood, and um, our yard included. 
so. But you get eggs from them, right, sometimes? Occasionally. Okay. Um, the little boy's the one that does the eggs, and he does it when he's bored. So it's about <laughs> once a month, he'll give me 20 eggs all at once, and then not again for another month. So I don't have good consistency there. That's so <laughs> Just funny. random gifts. And they're normally, like, either free or 50 cents for 20 eggs. Aww. So it's a good deal when That's I do so give sweet. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's me doing oh. once I get into yeah. today's episode. I think we should. Okay. We're talking all things complementary alternative medicine. So what we're going to do first is kind of talk through the different types, I guess. So we're yeah. going to do traditional Chinese alternative medicine, Ayurveda, homeopathy, and naturopathy. We're going to yeah. kind of talk about what the difference is of those things. I know for me, it's like you hear those terms and you're like, okay, it all means like crunchy stuff, but yeah. you don't really know the differences between those ones. Yeah. And then we're going to get into like different practices in those realms. So mm-hmm. it could be from Ayurveda, it could be Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. could just be like complementary alternative um, for your body, for your diet and herbal things, external energy and mind practices. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of going to give you a whole overview. Yeah. So I'm going to start with like the traditional Chinese alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. So... It was some of the first medicine we ever had developed mm-hmm. in China thousands of years ago before like w- the West, Western world mm-hmm. even like was a thing um, and used to treat disease and prevent ailments. Yeah. Um, they believe in the yin and yang, yes. which I think I always used to be like, oh, that's like weird yeah. spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not from what I understand, it's more saying, like, your energy in your body, and that can even mean, like, around organs, Mm -hmm. whether it's, like, dark, heavy energy or light, bright, like, youthful energy. Um, So they just, it's supposed to be a practice of balance, of, like, you don't want to be out of balance, like, too much one way with yin or with yang. Like, you want to have fluidity and balance in your life. I feel like that's just, in general, something we can take away is, like, we should be balanced in a lot of things in our lives. Yes, yeah. Um, they incorporate a lot of things like acupuncture and acupressure, mm-hmm. massage, herbal medicines, um, certain body movements and practices. They use that Chinese body clock I've talked about, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. like relates to organs at yes. certain times. And they do a lot. If you go to a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, they will use your tongue for readings. Oh. Um, so based on like the ripples in it, the colors, the lines, um, they can tell you a lot about your health from what your tongue looks like. So just interesting things that you're like, what? Like if you went and they're like, stick out your tongue. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, your liver's out of balance. You'd be like, what? <laughs> what is this? But it's really like they they have practices like that. One of the books that I do love um, that some of this info came from is Dr. Axe has a book. You let me borrow this. What's I- it called? I'm blanking on the name. We'll put it in the show notes. Yes. But it's about Chinese medicine and he has, like, the tongue chart in there, the body clock. Mm-hmm. He has, he explains more in depth about all these different practices yeah. and stuff. And it's just really helpful to understand this stuff. And more. it's a great book because it literally has, like, a whole section of, like, diseases or things you're dealing with. Like, hormonal imbalance or, like, IBS. And it's, like, what you can do yeah. and what are, it's really interesting. It, like, targets specifically things. One thing I wanted to add with Chinese medicine, which, um... Is something that they discussed that I'd never heard until looking into it. Um, it's called dampness. Is something that they yes. focus on. So basically, dampness is a byproduct of eating foods that like clog the free flow of energy in your body, um, and foods that cause this. They say are a lot of dairy products like cheese, yogurt, white flour, sugar, mm-hmm. all the things that like they say you sh- we should be careful about eating. But they say that it causes like a dampness in your body, which creates blockages, which lead to mm-hmm. disease and inflammation. Um, so that's something that they're very like making sure that you're not eating foods that cause dampness. Yeah, which a balance I never heard of between that. Yeah. that and then like too much heat in your body yes. or things like yep. that. Yep. Yeah. So really interesting, probably way different than what you're going to hear like yeah. a Western medicine doctor talk about yeah. if you saw one of those. Yep. Um, the next thing's Ayurveda, which is the ancient medicine developed in India thousands Mm -hmm. of years ago. So the Chinese were doing their thing, the Indians (laughs) were doing their thing. Um, so they believe your body has energies, just like Chinese medicine, Mm -hmm. but they, the energy is called doshas. Mm -hmm. I think that's how you say it. I think so. Um, that circulate in the body. So there's three elements for them that need to be balanced. They believe a lot in the body having elements that, uh, mimic nature, so, like water, air, space, fire, mm-hmm. um, earth, wind. Yes. They 
Metal, I think, is another one. Mm -hmm. Again, that is in Dr. Axe's book, too. We will link that below. It's a really good book. But they believe that you have your... Okay, let's see if I say these right. <laughs> Veda, Pita, or Pitta? Pitta? I don't know. And Kappa energies. So the Veda is like your space and air, your movement energy. Um, so like your muscle movements, your heart pulse, your cells mm -hmm. being balanced. It also relates to being like creative and flexible mm -hmm. if you're imbalanced. Mm -hmm. If you're imbalanced, fear and anxiety. Yeah. Um, the Pitta, Pitta <laughs> is your fire and water, which is like your metabolic system mm -hmm. it's related to. So your digestion, nutrition, yep. temperature. If you're imbalanced, it's like you have understanding and intelligence. If you're imbalanced, you have anger, jealousy, hatred. So that's like the hot fiery so one. So interesting. And I was looking into like what practices are within all these to like stay balanced. Yeah. And like the Veda, it's about eating warm foods and spices and avoiding all the cold. But then the Pita or Pitta, um, that is where they say yeah. about eating cooling non cooling non-spicy foods. Like if you have too much of that and need better heat. balance. So it's interesting. It's like one area is telling you to eat warm foods, one saying cold foods, but it all comes back to being balanced. Yeah. And if you're imbalanced, then you can lean more into this yes. one to get back to balance. The last one's kapha, which is earth and water. And it relates to like your body structure. So your bones, muscles, tendons, joints, um, and your immunity. So when you're balanced, you have like lots of love. You're coming, forgiving. Mm -hmm. Imbalanced, they say you have a lot of attachment, greed, envy. So yes. just interesting. Um, if you're strong in one element, you can try to like tap into another one to balance. There's yeah. a lot in that that we're not experts in, but mm -hmm. wanted to share about it. I would love to get a guest who is like, oh my gosh, I don't even know it. who though. If you're a practitioner of Ayurveda or Chinese medicine, ask, tell us. I should ask my acupuncturist. She'd be Chinese medicine, wouldn't yeah. she? She would be amazing. Oh. I wonder if she would. I don't What's know. What's it hurt to ask? I don't know if I, that be maybe so cool? maybe my next session I'll be like, hey. I have like, a podcast. Do you want to talk on Yeah. Here? That'd be so fun. Okay. I feel like we'd really be getting into stuff we don't know. Yeah. She's <laughs> a doctor. Really... And she would just blow our minds. We'd be like, well. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the last two things then. Homeopathy believes in treating like with like so the body can cure itself through use of plants, minerals, natural mm -hmm. substances. It's individualized, non-toxic, green manufacturing. Mm -hmm. Naturopathy, kind of the same as homeopathy, but just a little different. Mm -hmm. They want to treat ailments and disease by preventative measures mm -hmm. um, without drugs or surgery. Uh, use a lot of herbal products, nutrition, aromatherapy, alternative practices. They like to look beyond the symptoms to the yeah. underlying cause, trusting that body to heal itself with mm -hmm. the least invasive treatments. Yeah. Um, and using your doctor as a teacher rather yeah. than just like to write prescriptions. So I feel like with this, you're really focusing on getting to the root cause of things like, oh, yeah. you're having a hormonal imbalance. Well, are you lacking this nutrient that you're lacking sleep? Like taking a look at the whole yeah. body versus just like, oh, you have a hormonal imbalance. Let's just throw a pill on Not that. just trying to fix the symptoms, trying to fix yes. the root cause. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that said, do we want to get into like our different categories we have? The yes. first one being body. your body, yes. the alternative complementary practices within your body that yeah. you can do to. Do you want me to read through just what they are and then we can sure, talk yeah, about Sure, yeah, go ahead through the list. So within the body, different types of care that you can do are chiropractic, massage, acupuncture, body movement therapy, tai chi, yoga, cupping, reflexology, gua sha, that's how you mm -hmm. say it, lymphatic drainage, and tapping. So we're not going to go into detail on all those, but we're going to talk about a few of them. But um, I feel like we should definitely, I'm just saying this out loud now, on like Instagram or something, list out all these. Just so yeah, people that would can, be awesome. So people aren't trying to like rate this down as they're listing. So we'll list all we these out like for you. could do like a carousel you. and have yes. like body ones. That's yes. like your guide to it. Yes. But are there any ones you want to talk about first? So I think we should say maybe the ones like we've done and then go back and highlight like. Yes. If there's anything in particular we want to talk about and then maybe some that we want to try or haven't Yes. Done. Okay. That. So I have used chiropractic. We've had chiropractors on here. Yep massage i've dabbled in yoga getting more into that since our episode with yes, lizzie same um gua sha lymphatic drainage i have not done reflexology or cupping at all mm -hmm. i think it'd be interesting the cupping scares me with the bruising that can happen same. from it it doesn't always have to be like that there's yeah. different methods of yeah. it um the body tapping is another one i find really interesting yes. it's essentially like tapping specific acupressure points mm -hmm. to relieve pain or mm -hmm. like 
move things around in your body. Um, they believe there's like meridians of energy. It's like acupuncture without the needles. It's yeah, like. and it brings blood flow to yeah. them to help with healing. Yeah, like acupuncture without the needles. And it seems pretty simple. I've just never tried it. It almost seems like too out yeah, there. Yeah, like how are you just tapping But it, it makes sense. It does make sense. It's yeah. like points. So that's one that's interesting. The reflexology is the the points on the feet. Have you yes. ever seen the charts of your feet that relate yeah. to like it's every like touching organ? this and helps your like kidney or your it's like heart. like putting pressure or yeah. oils there. And I just feel like it's like there's so much on those yeah. feet. I don't know anything about it. And I don't know a reflexology practitioner. Mm-hmm. And I'm also like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'd imagine it might feel good because, like, kind yeah. of a foot massage? Yeah. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Um, I love a good massage for relaxation. I get some big knots in my back. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, give me the elbow. Like, I want you to put as you much to, pressure as possible. I want you to hurt me. I want to be hurting the next Literally, day. Literally, like, I'm like, to Logan, muscles. shove your elbow in my back as hard as you can on this knot. So, I love a good deep tissue massage, mm-hmm. hot stone, like, really yep. work in it. Maybe I should do cupping, because I think it's intense like You that. would like it. I would probably like it, but tell us about ones you've tried, want to try. I would say something that I want to focus more on is, like, the lymphatic drainage. I'm pretty good about dry brushing before I shower, so dry brushing, we've talked about that mm-hmm. as a way to stimulate um, the drainage, which basically you can get a brush for, like, five, ten dollars on Amazon, and you just, like, basically dry brush all your skin before you get in the shower. Um, cause your body doesn't want to just drain itself. But the one thing that I've thought about getting is the little rebounding trampoline. Me too. Like it'd be so, first off, to just jump in. But that's actually a really great way for your lymphatic system to drain. Yeah, like literally jumping on a mini trampoline. So that's, I should just buy one off Amazon. Like, why do we have a trampoline? I think it's good for I you. I know, that's what I thought. But then they're kind of expensive. They they're are. like over $100. If yeah. I found one for like 20 On Amazon or on Facebook Marketplace I would or something. like be like, yeah, okay. We had one. My parents had one. They probably got rid of it. Didn't we all as a kid? Yeah, and then no, no. Like, I actually had a little one too. Oh, really? I wow. I don't know why. Um, but I, yeah. what I'm going to talk about is, you probably know it's coming, is acupuncture. Ooh. I had acupuncture this week. I am the biggest fan of acupuncture. I will say this till the day I die. Do you still I, get them in your head, the needles? So I I only got that once, but then this week they did again. So it was like my head, my stomach, my wrists, my it's ankles. Crazy. It is so relaxing. You lay there, she puts the needles in you, she plays like the most peaceful music. The time goes really fast and you can truly feel like I don't I don't know what blood flow increasing feels like, but that's what it feels like. You just feel like different I can't even describe it. You just have to do yeah. it. Um, but it releases so much stress in your body. I feel on top of the That's world amazing. after. And it's so cool. I've talked to her, like, where, why, I've asked her questions, like, why do you pick different points? Like, different, like, points, even, like, your menstrual cycle. Like, she'll put them on different meridians because of that. Wow. Which I think is just fascinating. Um, but if you're dealing with any stress, any... I know it can be used to heal so many different things from, like, migraines to allergies. Um, if you're looking for a way, I would give it a try. Downfall, it is a more pricey alternative. So maybe I would try some more free things first. But if you're looking for a way to, mm-hmm. like, really, like, get to the root cause of a problem, I am, like, big fan of acupuncture. See, just, like, listening... I'm not like I want to get acupuncture. I, I'm like, why didn't I go to school to be an acupuncturist? Because my problem in life is when I find something slightly interesting, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> like, I have to do that with my life now. This is my whole life. And you can charge so much I feel like you'd it. have to be so knowledgeable. You would be. There's so much to you know about the like, body and health yeah. for that. You can't just like stick random needles into people and be like, you're healed. Um, <laughs> one that I wanted to talk about on the list is Tai Chi. So it's literally like a physical exercise body movement practice Mm -hmm. that's like specific flows that's supposed to be in a pattern combined with your breathing that increases blood flow, decreases Mm -hmm. stress. I just think it's interesting because it's like exercise, kind of like yoga's on that list, but it's also like specific for helping your body heal and like I'd be interested to try that. I feel like it would be like I would need like an instructor to like – I couldn't just, like, do a video on my own. I yeah, need somebody, like, for walk sure. me through it. But I feel like that's – there's so many things on here that, like, we just don't know that, like, the world has used for years to help heal. Yeah. I just think it's so interesting. Like, we're so just indoctrinated to just, like, take a pill every time we don't feel well. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different methods that we can heal ourselves in a more natural state. 
For sure. Do we want to talk a little bit about the diet and herbal ones? Yes. Um, do you want to read them off? Sure. So, okay, in the diet and herbal category, we have herbal medicine, which could be its whole own multi-episode yes. thing. Like, there's so, like, you have to be so knowledgeable to be into herbalism yes. and, like, know about all the different herbs. Juice cleanses, fasting, supplements, all the different diets. So, like, ancestral, carnivore, keto, Mediterranean, vegan, vegetarian. There's mm. so many different diets, guys. Mm. Um, and then cannabis and CBD. Ooh, controversial. So, in talking about these, this doesn't mean, like, we're advocates of all of them. Yes. We want to give you the info about all of these that yeah. are included in these categories. Some of them we've tried. Some we have not. Yeah. Some were like, I don't know if I want to try that. Or, mm. oh, I really do. Yeah. So, we're just laying it all out there for you. So, are there any of those you really want to hit on? Well, I was just, it's funny, I don't, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I just had a conversation with someone, and they were talking to someone who was, like, from China or somewhere, mm-hmm. and they were saying that, like, when they get sick, the first thing they do is they rest and they drink herbal tea, mm-hmm. and then they feel better. Like, That's that is, like, what the first thing they go to is herbal teas, and I think there is so much power in herbal teas. I feel like the herbal teas that we have over here are like the store-bought ones that are mm-hmm. not really even herbal teas. They just say that they are, which I feel like that's a good start. But I think there's so much research and knowledge behind like understanding how you can use different yeah. herbs. I would love to be more knowledgeable on that because I feel like there's so much power sure. in healing herbs. Um, supplements is something I want to talk about. Okay. I no, didn't take supplements and then was trying to really focus on, like, heal, healing my hormones. Mm-hmm. So I was taking so many supplements just because it's like, oh, this will fix this. And now I take, like, one or two liver. supplements. <laughs> just eats liver. Just eats liver. Um, but supplements are what they are called. They are used to supplement. I think mm-hmm. we just – and they're expensive. They I, can be a money scheme. They can be. I just, <laughs> everyone's trying to sell you their supplements. Everyone's trying to sell you their, their fix that's going to yeah. heal everything. I think it's important to focus on sleep, stress, food, water intake, and then what are you lacking from that? Because you do, some people do need supplements. You, there are a lot of things that we yeah. can't, minerals and nutrients we can't just get from all that. But like being smart about it and not just like trying to like take 10 supplements a day. <laughs> Good That's point. my opinion. Um, one of the ones I have on here I want to talk about is fasting. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this before. I think... There's a lot of factors dependent on whether you should fast or not. Intermittent fasting is like a big trend. I think if you're a woman with a menstrual cycle still, you should only do it during certain phases of your cycle and be careful because it can affect your hormones. Um, But I do think fasting can be a tool used for healing the body and it has for a lot of Mm -hmm. years, um, whether it's a short-term fast, which most of us do a short-term fast every day overnight while Mm -hmm. we're sleeping, like 8 to 12 hours until... You break fast mm-hmm. breakfast. <laughs> um, Logan just the other day to me, he was like, did you ever realize the word breakfast is break fast? And I was like, you're on to something. <laughs> I did, but good job. Um, but then you can have like your intermittent fasting, which is longer periods each day of like 12, 16, 20 hours fasting. Um, you could have a couple day fast, 24 to 36 hours or longer term, 5 to 15 days even. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't do that without a doctor. Shouldn't do that without yeah. medical advice and oversight. Um, But it can be used for healing for diseases, reducing inflammation, which Mm -hmm. is the root cause of disease. Um, So that is one I have used before for helping, encouraging healing. But I'm very careful about how I do it and when and how I practice it. Um, Another one I wanted to hit on there is juice cleanses. I know people do these. I'm not a big fan. I think that it can mess up your gut flora, your bacterias, especially with, like, disordered eating in the past. I think it can be, like, triggering for other reasons. Um, So some people are really into that. Not for me, but that's okay. It might be for you. I did. I used to work at Clean Juice in Pittsburgh. Okay. And they, first off, have amazing smoothies and acai bowls and juices that are so good. Mm-hmm. Um, loved working there. Oh, yeah. You took me there once. It was delicious. Loved it. It was amazing. Um, but they also offer juice cleanses. And I did like, because I got like a discount, so I did like a half day one where it was like basically you juice till dinner. Oh, okay. I was so hungry and miserable. Like if you can do them <laughs> and great, but I just think like. 
I don't know. My personal opinion is they're not worth it. And they're very expensive. Oh my gosh, because it takes so, so much fruit and veggies, which are already expensive like, to make Why am I paying like $75 to be hungry? And then if you think about it, like remember we've said like with your blood sugar levels, if yeah. you're just consuming the juice, you don't have the fibrous part. Yes. So it's going to be spiking your blood so sugar, sugar and your cortisol, which is going to cause more cravings. So I just think there's things with it that I'm like, I think it would make more issues for my body maybe. Yeah. Um, herbal medicine... I want to be an herbalist so bad. I do not have the time, guys. You have no idea how many emails and phone calls I get from herbal academies I've signed up for that I've been like, I'm going to go through the course. And I, I don't have the time. I don't have the money right now. I can't do it. Someday I will complete an herbalism course multi-year and be an herbalist. I did that little... um like summer what what do you oh, call you worked, that didn't you work at that like i worked farm? in an herb farm for yeah. a summer while i was working in the schools and got my summer off um yeah i did volunteer it was kind of like you work and they feed you type of thing yeah. and you could stay there but i lived nearby they're just like so knowledgeable and i just want to have that knowledge about the things i'm growing and mm-hmm. what they can be used for and i just think it's amazing like all the things herbs can be used for medicinally mm-hmm. and like culinary wise and just all the things so yeah yeah, that's a really interesting one to me um do you want to move on to external energy yeah this is where it starts getting even more out there right (laughs) um okay so the external energy ones we have listed are electromagnetic therapy reiki qigong is that how you say it? I was, making, I was making you read these because I didn't want to She's pronounce like, that one. I was like, go ahead. Um, sauna, cold plunge, salt rooms, weighted blankets, heat and ice. So these are like external things you can do to mm-hmm. work on your body. Any you want to hit on there? Um, I'm going to first talk about saunas because I of literally course. just had an experience with this. Um, we were in vacation on... We were on vacation in Virginia, (laughs) and the place we were staying at, like, both, like, there's, like, two, like, fitness facilities, and they both had saunas. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, one was sauna, and one was a steam room, which, like, very, so, sauna is, like, dry Dry air, where steam room is, like, the very warm heat, like, Like wet, 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 dampness in the air, and both of them. I just felt like a new woman after Logan and I talk about, well, you and I talk about, too, like, we have looked up pri- price, prices of saunas all uh-huh. the time. They're not <laughs> that, that expensive, expensive if you're going to use it every day. If you're going to use it every day. And, like, it off the quickly. health benefits are so amazing for detoxifying when you're sick. Like, going into a sauna or a steam room can literally just, you feel so much better after. For sure. Um, I was at the sauna most days on vacation. I loved it so much. Um, oh, the best. Logan and I literally, we, we've talked to his, like, said to his parents, like, well, what if we, like, split one and we, like, put it at your house and, like, maybe potentially, because, oh. like, I would just feel like I would get so much use out of it. So, oh, yeah. Um, big sauna fan. Same. Uh, <laughs> sauna to cold plunge would be the dream and yes. then back. We've talked a ton about cold plunge here and the health benefits of that. When we were, oh, sorry, I didn't interrupt no, you, but when ahead. we were on our honeymoon, there was, like, this, it was a circuit. You went to, like sauna steam room cold plunge like hot tub cold i forget the actual like flow of it but it was like you went from like hot to cold hot to cold a lot of other places do that it's amazing it's like so good for your body um okay one of the ones i wanted to talk about on here is salt rooms i've not been in a salt room i think the himalayan salt lamps were like really popular for a while yeah apparently it's supposed to be really good for like your airways like asthma bronchitis Mm -hmm. eczema skin stuff um aging even i think that'd be interesting i do know of one kind of nearby my mom really wants to go to one so maybe i'll go with her sometime um there was one on vacation where we were at i saw it but it was like kind of expensive to do and it was like it was more for like like you said for breathing issues and i was like i feel good right now but if i but if (laughs) i was having having some breathing or sinus issues i think i would have tried it yeah um just because yeah the benefits are really great of it some that i have not done don't really know is the quiong quiong it's supposed to be coordinated movements that help promote spiritual health healing so, kind of like the Tai Chi thing. Yeah. Really interesting. I'll have to look more into that. The Reiki, it's a Japanese form of energy healing. So, kind of like we were talking about how, um, like, acupuncture, they say energy or, like, the tapping, like, meridians. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's, like, acupressure points that they can bring blood flow to. Yeah. This is a belief that, like, you can 
move energies through other people, like, with your hands, mm-hmm. if I'm understanding it correctly. It's like, I don't think it's really for me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. I do think our body has energies, but I don't want you giving me your energy personally. Yeah. I'm yeah. good keeping my own. <laughs> I don't want yours, even if you're saying it's good. So that's something I definitely haven't gotten into. Um, and the electromagnetic therapy, that's actually one that I have used for muscle healing, oh. especially when I worked in the therapy okay. realm. So, um, yeah, it, it can be really helpful, like stimulation of muscles yeah. to bring blood flow, um, especially if you have like muscle issues or mm-hmm. chronic inflammation or disease. So, um, one more thing I'll add before we move on to our yeah. last one is weighted blankets. Yeah. Do you like them? I'm, I've only ever used it in the therapy realm for kids with sensory issues okay. to like provide to them. Yeah. I do like though. Sometimes I'm like, I just want like someone to like lay on me and crush me. <laughs> like, see, I just want that deep pressure. <laughs> see, I feel like everyone loves them. Logan wanted a weighted blank for Christmas and he okay. got one. He loves it. I feel like I'm being suffocated. <gasps> I don't okay. like it. So hot take, my personal opinion, I don't like weighted blankets, but I know most people that have them really like them. So Logan loves it. Yeah. Are you sensory seeking or avoidant? <laughs> I just feel like it's, <laughs> I just feel like I'm therapy. like pressing on me, so. Yeah, not everyone's a fan, but yeah. some people love them. So our last one we have is on the mind. So mm-hmm. we have a few here. So under this we have meditation, biofeedback, gratitude, spirituality, and guided imagery. So Rachel, do you want to talk about any of these to start? Yeah, so I mean, the gratitude is something I practice try to practice pretty regularly Mm -hmm. it does make a difference to just like appreciate and be Mm -hmm. thankful definitely changes that mindset from Mm -hmm. like poor me or Mm -hmm. discontentment um meditation it sucks because it works and I never do it and I wish I did it better um but yeah it can be really calming (laughs) I need to the people that say they don't like to meditate are the people that need to meditate and that is me (laughs) right 100% oh um and then spirituality that can be really wide encompassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in general, spirituality is um, like kind of defined as an individualized practice of mm-hmm. connecting to a meaning or something bigger than yourself to find peace and guidance. Mm-hmm. We're both Christians, so like God is yes. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I definitely think like having that just makes going through life easier. Yes. Um, makes more sense, more comfort, more, yeah. Couldn't do anything without Jesus. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know where I'd be without the Lord. So right. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are the ones I was gonna hit on. So yeah. Um, I think some of the interesting ones there are biofeedbacks, essentially like um, a technique where you learn to control some of your body's functions, like your heart rate and breathing, mm-hmm. like when you're worked up. So that could really work for something like anxiety or stress or PTSD. Mm-hmm. That's a practice they use. Um, guided imagery too is when you generate mental images using like words and music in your mind to evoke positive imaginary scenarios to bring about in a positive effect or maybe like heal from trauma. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had any like deep trauma therapy like that, but those things really can work and can yeah. be really interesting practices to help heal physical ailments you're having from mental trauma or yeah. struggles, um, which is really interesting. The mind and body are so connected, so connected. and we've talked about that before. So I just think it's super interesting and uh, there's a lot of things here that I still have yet to try or to learn more about and mm-hmm. ones I have tried and like, but yeah. I thought it, we thought it'd be just like fun to kind of give you an overview and be Mm -hmm. like, when we talk about this stuff, here's kind of what it encompasses and look into it more yourself if you want to know more. And I would say one last thing. I feel like the crunchy community can just really rely fully on Eastern medicine and be anti-Western medicine and kind of like, you know, we were talking about balance before. I think there is a balance. Like there are sometimes where you need Western medicine. There are sometimes where Eastern medicine can do the job. Um, we're not saying like never use Western medicine cause we do utilize that. I think it's just our mindset is not jumping right to just taking a pill, going the Western mm-hmm. route when there are so many different natural ways you can heal yourself. So I think it's being aware of 
alternative ways. And, you know, when you're not feeling well, like, think about what you can use on the Eastern realm. Mm -hmm. And then if that's not working, then you can utilize Western. I think it's about finding that healthy balance and not feeling bad that you're not being natural or crunchy enough if you take a Tylenol. Like, you know, it's just finding that balance. Exactly. That's like, I told Jensen, essentially, like, my idea or what my practice is is I'm going to try like the natural solution first for most things. Now it depends on the person. It depends on what underlying factors you have. It depends on what it is. Like yeah. a cold versus cancer are two different things we're yes. talking about here, yeah. guys. But um, I'm probably going to try a natural route first or I'm going to go to the doctor and be like, I want to be doing these things complementary to what's going on. Yeah. But I think it's important if you're using them as complementary medicine, don't try to be sneaky to your doctor and like do it because you could be like, say, God forbid you're having to get chemo and then you're like, well, I'm going to do this natural thing Mm -hmm. on the side because I read it helps with cancer. But it could like be causing issues with the chemo or the blood test that they really can't get a reading. So be transparent with your doctors. Work with them. Be like, listen, I want to do some complementary things. I'm not opposed. So... You know, each person's unique, but we just want to kind of lay it out there what some of the options are, other than if you went to the doctor office in America, yeah. what you're going to hear. Exactly. Some things you can do at home for just better overall health preventatively mm-hmm. or in conjunction with your other medicines. Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, should we get into our Q&A? I think so. We're going to do a little Q&A, guys. So, one thing I want to add to the Q&A, I feel like when people ask these questions, we don't... They probably think we're not getting to them till like a month or two later. When you when you do ask them, we do answer them like a week or two later, but the episodes, the episodes just take up. a while to air. So if you're asking a question and you're like, oh, I haven't heard from them, it's coming. Don't worry. So keep asking. Good point. <laughs> um, okay, I am going to start with the question that says, any natural crunchy energy boosters or that help with fatigue? So I have a few for that. First, I'd look into adrenal fatigue. Mm-hmm. Are you struggling with that? That's caused by hormonal imbalances. And there is a lot of info on like adrenal cocktails or things yeah. you can do to optimize that. Maybe rebalance your hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at maybe detoxing from sugar or caffeine. Those things can cause mm-hmm. imbalances with like the restfulness state of your body or with feeling fatigue. Eating more natural salt, electrolytes, we always talk about that. Protein in the morning, prioritizing your sleep, go back and listen to our sleep episode, mm-hmm. or de-stressing a little, stress can cause fatigue, so listen yep. to our stress episode, yep. and you'll get all the tips on those. Yep. I just was going to add staying hydrated. Perfect. Yep, so those are our natural ones. Um, okay, next question, it's titled PCOS. Can y'all talk about if you have any tips? I've struggled so much with weight gain and can't lose any with PCOS. Um, Well, whoever asked this question, if you want to, you can direct message me. Um, I personally struggle with PCOS. Um, I, when I went, I shared that I've had hormonal imbalance Mm -hmm. issues. And basically, PCOS is one of those things where they're like, yeah, we kind of think you have it it's not like it's not one of those it's hard like, to get it's hard diagnosed, to diagnose with they it. don't diagnose unless they do surgery yeah. and remove right yeah. no that's endometriosis oh, okay but sorry pcos it's like you have, i forget what the symptoms are it's like one it's like cysts on your ovaries it's elevated like androgens and testosterone and there's one more i forget um but i have it and i deal with it so i can actually speak to you things that have helped me with it mm-hmm. um one of my hormonal imbalances that was out of whack was i had elevated testosterone mm-hmm. um there's a lot of ways to lower that naturally, and by lowering that, it kind of helps with everything PCOS. Um, big things are walking after meals. I would say, even if it's five or ten minutes, I know we speak to this with, like, blood sugar balance, mm-hmm. but this is something really huge that um, can help with PCOS. Um, again, pairing carbs with a protein or fat, you know, naked carbs. <laughs> um Focus on lifting weights rather than cardio. We've talked about muscle yep. he- muscles helping with insulin resistance, which... Insulin resistance and PCOS are pretty intertwined. Yeah. That's one of the big forms of it. Um, Spearmint tea. This is huge. I just want to say that I did actually lower my testosterone naturally. Wow. Yes. I got my blood work back. I'm learning. It was like above what it should be. And it was then in normal range after doing all these natural things. Spearmint tea is huge. Um, I hate mint. If you know me, I literally hate mint and I force myself to drink it, which. You do hate mint. I do. 
but it works. Um, so yeah. adding in spearmint tea, inositol is actually a supplement that mm-hmm. a lot of doctors recommend. Actually, my doctor didn't recommend it, but everything on the internet. She recommended it to Every herself. natural person <laughs> recommended it, and um, a lot of natural doctors yeah. would recommend it. Um, so inositol, and again, making sure you're having adequate protein, not skipping breakfast in the morning. Um, those would be my best tips. I feel like the blood sugar balance and dealing with PCOS are kind of intertwined. Um, but I would focus on those and I think mm-hmm. that could help make a difference in both the weight loss and also, you know, it's hard to lose weight when your hormones are out of whack. So it's like, again, if you're gaining weight, but you're probably eating healthy, working out, like what's the root cause of it? It's probably mm-hmm. maybe a blood sugar balance, insulin resistance thing, but whoever you are, message me. We can chat about it more because, um, it's something I've dealt with and something that I've helped to manage naturally and it can be managed naturally. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times I want to put you on metformin. Um, I was on that at one point and it can cause a lot of digestive issues and it's just masking the symptoms. Also birth control can be another mask. Um, they'll want to throw you on that too. So <laughs> chat with me. We, She's been through it all. <laughs> you can message me about it. We'll chat more. So that's what I have. I have nothing to add to that. So, yeah, I have I'm, not experienced it. I'm not as well versed and you covered more than enough. Well, I've had good. to deal with it. So <laughs> I'm very knowledgeable on it, sadly. Um, okay, the next one I'm going to do is, it says, for years now I've struggled with yeast and bacterial infections as a female. It is super frustrating. All the doctor does is prescribe antibiotics that never work or help at all. Any advice, tips, or ideas why this could be happening? So, yes. Um, okay, so the first thing reading that, my concern is that the doctor keeps prescribing antibiotics, which I understand from the doctor's point of view, but antibiotics can be very imbalancing to your gut bacteria and your gut flora and that can actually be a contributing factor to Mm. continuous yeast overgrowth Mm. or candida um overgrowth so i would definitely look into candida overgrowth and Mm. how to balance that and your gut health so trying to heal your gut with a good probiotic from having all those antibiotics because that can really imbalance your gut and your gut health really leads to your overall health um also, reducing alcohol and coffee consumption can help with reducing um, yeast and U- UTIs as well as processed foods. Switching to grass-fed meat since there are extra antibiotics in um, general meat like from the store. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're getting a lot of antibiotics in you already. Mm-hmm. So trying to eliminate that as a source potentially. If you're on birth control, that can mess with your gut and your... Uh, female reproductive health as well um stress also can lead to it so a few few things to look into also again i would say like we were saying in our other episode airing it out don't have tight restrictive clothing like workout leggings on all day um or anything like that or like panty liners things like that that could be irritants yeah, and I would just add, avoid any, like, fragrances mm-hmm. um, in your, like, tampons, detergent. Um, if, you know, you're wearing tampons or pads, changing them regularly because a lot of them are pretty toxic. And if they're yeah. just down there all the time, like, that's not going to help heal you. For sure. Um, okay, and the next one I'm going to read is how to ditch an all-or-nothing mindset around food and fitness. It's mm-hmm. a loaded question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for someone who I've... I feel like I've gotten better at this, but I've struggled with that, like, perfectionist mindset. Um, You know, one thing, it's, like, at the end of each day, like, kind of, like, that gratitude practice, like, focusing on, like, counting your successes. Like, you know, we're not going to have a perfect day of food, fitness. Like, it's not going to happen. But, like, focusing on the things, like, oh, awesome. I went for a 30-minute walk. I had a lot of protein in each of my meals. Maybe I had Mm -hmm. some seed oils during my snack, but not focusing on that. Like, we're never going to be perfect. I think it's, like focusing on the things you did right and like mm-hmm. you know I uh, this quote it's like if you have a flat tire you're not gonna pop the other three like if you've had a, <laughs> if you did something wrong that. in your day you're not just like if you eat something bad don't go binge out on all like the sweet foods yeah. like you know we're not perfect and we're never going to be um just That's giving your quote. giving yourself permission to have like you know treats during the week giving yourself permission to take a rest mm-hmm. day during the week I think we think we have to be so regimented and like that's not how life is. Yeah, it's a lifestyle, not like a practice that you have to do every day. And mm-hmm. I think just really viewing it as not like, oh, I have to do all these things to be healthy, but just like, 
what is my life and yeah. what do I want to be part of it and like my daily habits and healthy mm-hmm. um, and not as like diets or fixes or like this is the health protocol I have to follow just like really what works for you and also leaning into that 80-20 balance yeah. of not being perfect of just yeah. like you know these are things I do because I care about my health regularly but these are also things I do because I care about my health and mentally it's better for me to not be so like yes all or nothing yeah I love that um, okay, the last one I'm going to read says, um, oh, well, maybe I didn't screenshot it right. <laughs> it was essentially asking about tongue scraping, that there was still oh. confusion around tongue scraping, when to do it, like, yeah. how do you do it, stuff mm-hmm. like that. We should post a video on our Instagram story of just, like, how we do it. Yeah. Um, my little quips on that is I do it in the morning, mm-hmm. right after waking up, before brushing my teeth. Yep. Get all that gunk off my tongue before I brush my teeth. They say that your body detoxes a lot overnight and sometimes like, you know, you have that like gross stuff on mm-hmm. your tongue yep. and like to scrape it off, it's going to help with bad breath. It's also going to help with your gut health because that's your passageway to your gut and then you're re-swallowing that bacteria mm-hmm. and stuff that your body was trying to detox. So just scraping that off in the morning before I brush my teeth, I do it, um, I don't really know how many times. It's just, like, I do it till I feel like I'm not getting as much gunk yeah. on the scraper. Yeah. I don't, like, do it so hard my tongue's, like, hurting either. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. a light scrape from the back to front, and I do, like, side, middle, side. Yes. And then I probably go once more through. Yeah. And then I brush my teeth, like, normal and go about my day. Yeah. So that's my tongue scraping. Yeah. You could do it twice a day <laughs> if you want to, if you want to do it. But I, I suppose. But, like, it kind of depends. Are you the really, morning's my If favorite. you're really struggling with, like, bad breath or bacteria, like, yeah. But it just kind of depends. But yeah, we just do it in the morning. Um, I think I have one more question. Okay. And I really had a very short answer. Um, the question was, are green powders worth it? Yes. And I just said no. <laughs> I just think that... I do other things first. Just I would focus on eating your greens. Sunlight eating your in the morning, walking. Sunlight. Like, green powders are so expensive, and there's a lot of other things in them. If you're taking them, I think it's fine, but I just would not rely on that to be, oh, I got my greens Mm -hmm. in for the day because I took a scoop of who knows what. So that's my opinion. The things that cost nothing can be the most impactful for health. Natural sunlight, reducing your screen time, um, drinking more electrolytes, eating a whole foods nutritious diet, gentle movement, reducing stress. So don't invest a bunch of money in things. Again, country life's the scam sometimes. Health hot take. Yeah. So... That's We're focusing on health, and it doesn't have to be expensive. Which our financial husbands love hearing that. <laughs> Although they're probably like, um, practice what you preach then. Yeah, but then why did you buy this organic product? What is this? <laughs> the grocery bill. <laughs> but I think that's all we have. That's all I have. Okay. Well, thank you guys. I hope you found this interesting and it wasn't boring and that you learned a lot about new alternative and complementary medicines. Yeah. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like this video, leave us a comment if you have any, you know, questions or just want to add anything. Um, Leave us a review. We're so grateful that you've joined us another week to listen. We just love this kind of crunchy community. It's so fun for us. Um, Thank you for being here and we'll see you next week. Bye. Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.